0: with your host, John Rush. And I'm your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. Andy is still out. Normally you hear him on Tuesdays, but he's out on vacation, so wishing him the best. I've seen some of the pictures that he has put up on Facebook and so on. It looks like he's having a great time. So, Andy, if you're listening, have a good time. Be safe coming back home this week. Yesterday's Impossible Question of the Day, uh, which Jordan Goodman can help us out on. Jordan, are you there, sir? I'm here. welcome. So yesterday's question was when a panda bear is born, it's about it's about the same size as a blank weighing about four ounces and the answer was a mouse. You would think a panda bear would have a bigger baby?
2: Yes indeed.
0: so it's not a very, very small big panda bear. very very small. All right today, this one you may get. On this day in 1968, Apollo 7, the first manned Apollo mission was launched. It was an 11 day orbit of the Earth. What was the first of its kind from that orbit?
2: Uh, went around the moon. It didn't land, but it went around the moon, I would say.
0: Not bad. For all of you listening, not bad. Pretty decent um, hint. Answer it on the RushToReason.com website. So anyways, how's Jordan today? America's Money Answer Man.
2: It's been a very volatile time. Yes, (laughs) it has. 27,
0: 27 days until the election, by the way.
2: Yeah, and Wall Street's not really focusing on that as much as the Fed Reserve. That's really where all the focus is these days, because uh, the Federal Reserve is on a, a rampage here to bring inflation down, no matter what the cost, and it's really hitting the stock market. It's hitting the bond market. It's affecting the job market. It's affecting the housing market. Uh, it's affecting everything, and, and worldwide. I mean, we have some pain here, but there's much more pain worldwide, because as the dollar is strong... Mm-hmm because our interest rates go up, it really hurts a lot of other countries whose debts are denominated in dollars and who have to pay for American goods in dollars uh, as literally leading to starvation and people can't afford
0: yeah. to survive. I think we forget at times – you know, we think really highly on the import side. And granted, we import a lot of things, Jordan, but we also – you know, export a lot of goods and a lot of services and things that we do as a country, and I think at times folks forget that we also are a major exporter.
2: We are, and when you have things denominated in dollars, which is the way it is, and the dollar rises, and it's been, rose about 20% in the last year, uh, it makes our goods much more expensive, makes it harder for us to export. Um, so that's part of it, but even bigger is this debt situation. I mean, there's a huge amount of debt around the world. And debt is typically denominated in dollars. And it hurts their currencies when they have to pay these debts back in dollars. In many cases, they're just not going to be able to pay it back. I mean, that's true in Sri Lanka and Ghana and Pakistan and all kinds of places. Um, They're going to be defaults. They already have been, and they're going to be more. Um, And and,
0: and really quick, for those that, that are listening, and again, we've heard some of these things in the past. We've watched some of it. But as a reminder, what happens when a country defaults?
2: Well, the bondholders... Uh, lose money, uh, the uh, country gets shut out of the bond markets for sometimes decades, um, and it doesn't. They're, they're not allowed to borrow anymore to keep their operations going, which kills so the country. It kills. I mean, the best example right now would be Sri Lanka, which is basically like unplugged. <laughs> they have no electricity, no government, uh, just total chaos. I mean, if you're not yeah.
0: able to suffice on what you as a country can produce on your own, which And the other thing that we are very spoiled in this country, I reminded folks of this yesterday, North America in general, but the United States of America especially, we have vast arrays of natural resources where we, you know, theoretically could close all of our borders and still function just fine as a country. Not many countries can do that, Jordan.
2: That's right. That's right. And so places like Sri Lanka, now what's been interesting in the past few years, America hasn't been helping them. Who's been helping them? China. Uh, China's been putting a huge amount of money into these countries basically to buy these countries. Mm -hmm. Uh, They'll give them infrastructure like Sri Lanka. They put a big port in there um, based on debt, and it's kind of like a debt trap. And this is true in many places in Africa and South America and India and other places. The the Chinese go in there with money, you know. Right. (laughs) um, That's the golden rule, the guy with the gold rules. They make them slaves. They make them like debt slaves. That's right that they can't pay these things back. Um, China has a big program called the Belt and Road Initiative, uh, which started about 10 years or so ago. And basically it was their idea to put a huge amount of infrastructure all over the world that they would build, that would allow them to be major uh, players and uh, exporters and um, control a lot of countries. And it's worked because there's been a bit of vacuum. We, we do not do anything close to that in, in foreign aid and we don't do it in long-term infrastructure like that. So the Chinese have kind of stepped into the vacuum. And, hey, and by the way, as a taxpayer,
0: nor do I want us to.
2: Well, that's fine. But I'm just telling you that China has stepped into the vacuum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and a lot of countries that are in the past would have been friendly to us are now friendly to China because China basically bought them. Mm-hmm. Like continents, like all right. of Africa right. and most of South America, China has pretty much bought.
0: And again, as a... a uh, again, as a taxpayer, I'm I'm OK with that. Fine. Be indebted to China. That's not what I want us. That, to me, that's not what we as a country should be doing in the first place. If China wants to be that player, more power to him. But that's not what I want us as a country doing.
2: Well, we've cut back dramatically. on. I mean, the, the biggest place we give money to is Israel, uh, which has other political reasons behind Correct. it. Correct. But we have give out a lot less in foreign aid than we used to. Um, But when China does it, it's not foreign aid. No. It's it's infrastructure.
0: It's a uh, beholding that that country then has to China.
2: Exactly. They build railroads and bridges and roads and stadiums and all kinds of things. And in return, they want allegiance to China, and they're getting it.
0: Right. Now, on the same token, though, China – and I I have not looked at this here in the last month since we talked – where are they at economically? Because they were struggling
2: for a while as well. Terrible. Because they have tremendous shutdowns. Uh, I mean, we still have COVID, but we don't do what they do, which is they shut down entire cities with tens of millions of people and bring economic activity to a halt. And this is still true in Mm -hmm. lots of places. Mm -hmm. It's not great to have the economy when the entire thing is shut down. We saw that in 2020, but we came out of it relatively quickly, certainly compared to China. Here we are in 2022, and there's still... Shutting down entire cities of 10. Yeah, they're still dinking people.
0: around with something. that quite honestly, they—I mean, again, this is another another conversation, probably for another day. But they're dinking around with something they don't need to worry about. But that's just my opinion.
2: That, that's not their opinion nope, for sure. It is yeah, not. But I'm just saying it hurts the economy sure it does. dramatically, big dramatically, time. Dramatically, yeah. And and starting these things up doesn't get started like like Shanghai was closed down for a long time. Well, you just can't turn a switch and turn on Shanghai Disney and the Tesla car plant and. All the chip plants and everything that's made, it it takes a while. And then sometimes they're on, sometimes they're off. I mean, that has really hurt their economy uh, quite badly. And a lot of American companies that had operations in China have been moving them Mm -hmm. to Vietnam and Cambodia and Thailand and Bangladesh and other places that have cheaper labor and still high quality. Uh, For example, Apple has just opened a big operation in Vietnam now. So... uh, China is not what it used to be. The kind of the sole source for manufacturing.
0: We're gonna take a quick break when we come back. One thing, uh, Jordan, I would like you to maybe chime in on and explain because I really don't have any understanding of. I, I get where Wall Street is focused and rightfully so. You know the Fed and what they're doing and so on, and I understand that. On the same token, you know, you said they're not that focused on the election. And to me, the election has a lot to do with what the Fed does next, because the sooner we get out of some of the dumb policies we're in right now that are creating some of the issues we have, the better off we'll be. And yet that's not what... Wall Street is focused on, and I'd like your opinion as to why that's the case. Extreme Auto Repair coming up next, folks. They want to take care of you and your vehicle. And I say you especially because your vehicle and how it works is very important to them because it's how you get from A to B. It's how you stay safe, and it's just how things work. We need transportation. They'll help you with that. 303-841-1071.
6: Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com slash extreme. Promises kept.
0: Bruce Simmons, he is our reverse mortgage specialist, something Jordan and I may talk about a little bit today as well. If that's something that you're interested in, please give Bruce a call today. Find him at klzradio.com.
3: Getting a reverse mortgage isn't being desperate. You're just managing your money differently than everyone else. With 20 years of reverse mortgage experience under his belt, Bruce Simmons has heard all of the common misconceptions surrounding reverse mortgages, and he's here to debunk them for you, so you know that choosing a reverse mortgage can be the right choice for you. You don't need to be struggling to get a reverse mortgage. In fact, you can tap into your home's equity to improve your cash flow. As the only certified reverse mortgage professional in Colorado, Bruce Simmons continues his education every year and has taken three years of ethics classes so that he can educate you on the facts. Many people have an anecdote explaining why reverse mortgages are bad, but that's just not true, and working with Bruce Simmons proves that. Uncover the truth with Bruce Simmons of American Liberty Mortgage now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender.
0: All right. If you own a business and you have IT needs, which we all do, give DenverITsecurity.com a call today. It's DenverITsecurity.com slash KLZ. They can help you with all of your IT needs, security, whatever it happens to be. Give them a call today, 720-593-6688.
3: You want to secure your business from cyber threats, but you don't want to make things more complicated for your employees. Memorizing more passwords, connecting to VPNs, learning new software, and disrupting their normal workflows, all of these can reduce your employees' productivity, regain efficiency, and enable your staff to do their work securely. The team at Denver ID Security can increase your business's security and improve employee productivity at the same time. Using the latest technologies, employees can connect securely from anywhere, planes, hotels, coffee shops, or home, without effort. Passwords that don't need to be remembered. Connections that automatically secure themselves and safer browsing will enable employees to focus on their job, not technology. To learn more about how your business can run more securely and efficiently, contact John Canada at DenverITSecurity.com slash KLZ to schedule a free initial consultation. That's DenverITSecurity.com slash KLZ.
7: You love your office. It's where you do your best work. You're productive, so you're on a roll when your printer stops working. Ugh. You open it up, but you're not a technician, so you can go get the part, but the store down the street is out of what you need. You could also watch a video online, but none of them really make sense to you. And then you're out of the flow. Now imagine that all you had to do was make a phone call. Your service technician is in your office with everything they need to get you up and running again. One phone call, and Business Equipment Service was able to solve the problem for you remotely. BES customers, stay productive by buying or renting office equipment from a company that has earned their trust. That's because Business Equipment Service works around the clock to make sure that you can do your best work. Stay productive with sales, solutions, and service from Business Equipment Service. Get back in the flow. Go to BESofColorado.com.
1: God. Country,
0: reason. Now back to John Rush. All right, we are back. Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answer Man, with me this hour. Uh, our line, by the way, if you want to call in, 303 477 5600. You can also ask a question via text message, 307 200 8222. Craig and Wheatridge, though, was with us. Craig, welcome. You're on with Jordan.
8: Thanks, John. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Craig. Uh, wouldn't the most simplest solution to the inflationary spiral we're in right now would be to get our energy costs down primarily by doing more drilling and domestic oil production
0: and really quick craig that goes back to what i sort of left off with jordan at the end of the last hour why isn't wall street more worried about the elections because that plays into what craig is talking about jordan
2: That would definitely help craig i mean it would not solve the whole issue but it would definitely help the energy is a swing factor one way or the other remember we had oil up to 120 dollars a barrel then lately it came down to the high 70s and then opec plus stepped in and said uh we're going to reduce production by two million barrels and now oil's back into the mid 90s because we're dependent on them uh, that affects us much more than if we were energy independent as we were under president trump so I would agree with you. It doesn't solve all of inflation, but it's certainly a major factor mm. in inflation yes. up and down. So we had it uh, when we had inflation when we had oil up to 120, that's when we're getting these big surges in inflation. Oil came down to 70 or so, inflation came down a little bit. Now it's going to go start going back up. It's because we do not control our fate. Now, President Biden has made certain noises about opening up permits and allowing federal lands to be drilled again. But he's got all kinds of other environmental and other regulations to make it difficult uh, to do. And to do drilling, it's a long-term investment. You don't just do it in the nope. next week. It nope. takes you years to plan these things, and oil companies and explorer, explorers have to have a confidence yeah, that I was, I environmental thank you. regulations are thank going to be Thank you for here. saying yeah, that. Yeah,
0: until, until the Biden administration comes out, and, and has to do it more than once, by the way, they have got to reassure the drillers and the oil companies that the White House is behind them. And frankly, Jordan, they haven't done that yet, nor are they going no, to.
2: they're not going to. I mean, their solution to getting lower oil prices has been to drain the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Yeah, that's not doing
0: anything. That's a drop in the bucket.
2: I mean, it's helping but, some, yeah, but it
0: hasn't helped it, any. It none. was
2: designed yeah. for an oil embargo. That's what happened in the 70s when the average we didn't have oil. Okay, We had nothing to fall back on. That's what it was designed to do, not just temporarily depress prices a little bit. And we've drained about half of it. We've gone through a lot of it. We're going to keep doing that. That's not a long-term solution. As, as Craig said, the long-term solution is increasing production, which we could do. We've got loads of places in the bases in Colorado and North right. Dakota. A lot of stuff we've taken off of, at least particularly, the, the entire East Coast, the entire West Coast, California, that's all been kind of taken off of uh, potential uh, drilling. Well,
8: locally we have politicians, Republican candidates that are saying, you know, we need to do that. But at the same time, they're saying we need to explore all forms of energy, solar, wind. But I have a little problem with that. Isn't most of the solar and wind manufacturing done in China, and in in doing so we're only supporting the Chinese economy?
2: Depends. Certainly the solar solar panel is very much of a Chinese... Dominated business today. I agree with that. And wind, some of the wind turbines are made there. Some of them are made in Europe some as well. Some are made here in
0: Colorado. It depends on yeah. where they're coming from, Craig.
2: Wind turbines, I don't think the Chinese have as much control no. over as solar. Solar, they are a major place. So I agree we are supporting the Chinese economy by doing solar. But in the long run, if we have solar, we don't have to pay anybody for the, the energy because it's free. So, you know, it's, it's a good thing. But you're not going to have solar cars or wind cars or something like that. So you still need but, oil and gas.
0: Well, but we, well, we really are, need, uh, Craig, and this would be a huge answer, but a long-term investment. And there are now even some liberals out there seeing the same thing that I am going to tell you. We've got to invest more money in nuclear. The real answer that we have across the board for the energy crisis that's out there right now on the electricity side is, is nuclear. And, and there are now some liberals actually agreeing with me on that.
2: Well, except it takes years—ten years. Ten years. It, I mean, we've got to start years.
0: someplace, Jordan. If we don't start, we'll never get there.
2: Well, it's been going the other direction. I don't think we've started a nuclear plant in this country in no, decades.
0: We haven't. Well, the one came online. I had a listener uh, correct me on this. We had one come online not that long ago, but it's been the only one we've had.
2: And in Europe, they've been closing them. I mean, France is still, but but uh, Germany has been closing down its nukes after Fukushima uh, in Japan. Uh, Germany closed down its nukes, so. I agree with you. It's a good solution. But where I am in New York, we just closed down a new Indian Point, not too far from me at all, which had been operating perfectly for many years. Uh, Governor Cuomo at that time just closed it down um, so we don't have the power from them anymore.
0: Dumb. Those are dumb moves, by the way. And and again, this is another area that the White House could get behind. And I I get it. It's not going to happen in their watch, but they could start it on their watch and frankly take credit for it. Not gonna happen. Nope. <laughs> it is not. Not with this administration, it's not.
2: Nope. Well well
8: John, don't you think that the cost versus reward on the solar and wind is very costly? I mean it it takes so much money to produce those versus the the really the amount of energy that you get out of them versus fossil
1: fuels.
0: Um I've got some it. folks that will be interviewing here in the not-too-distant future that will that will agree. And, and by the way, I'm also one, you guys all know me, that I do think we look at all of the different forms that are out there. And let me explain by that. I do think that there is a place for small solar, even small windmills in some places, even some homeowner uses along those lines. I I think we could very much do that. The big windmills, I think, is a, a complete, in my opinion, complete waste of time, energy, money, and so on. Big solar farms, complete time, waste of energy, and so on. Can we put solar on rooftops and so on? I believe we absolutely can. I also will tell you, Craig, and this is something that this administration is against, natural gas we have a vast array of natural gas in this country including the state of colorado that we literally have only scratched the surface on it's great for producing all the things we're talking about right now are we doing that the best we can no we're not
2: and we flared a lot of it off we just wasted that's there, right so, yeah
0: we could be using that to generate electricity and we're not it's done there,
2: there are two big new technologies coming i don't know when maybe decades. But fusion is one of them. Fusion's big, yes. And hydrogen is the other one. Uh, you could have hydrogen-powered cars. We already have them to some extent. So those are the two clean agree. Uh, energies that would be, once they get them going, uh, efficient and cost-effective. We're not there yet, but those are the long-term solutions. Hey, and bottom line, I'm
0: we concerned. need an administration that will say all the things that I just said at the same time promoting and helping gas and oil.
2: Which they're not doing. No. I mean, they, they have not. another agenda. Environmental is much more important to them than energy. Which yeah, the energy. dumb thing about it is they, they, they talk out of both sides of their mouth. We're all
0: for the environment, but yet they're not because the things that they're going to use as an alternative are not good for the environment. It's dumb. The whole thing is backwards.
2: And if we have all these electric cars, and I think California is now mandated. By 2030, uh, that, yes. By 2035, I think it is. 2035, all, yes, correct. All yes. cars have to be uh, yes. electric. Yes. The, the electric grid cannot handle that number of cars. Being no, it electric.
0: cannot. But anyway, Craig, I'll let you go. Great questions, by the way. And yeah, Jordan, can you go ahead and add to that, and, and we'll get the finished up. Take a break. Come back. Well, I mean, back.
2: this is the idea of electric electric cars themselves do not produce pollution, and, and that's a great thing. Directly. efficient.
0: Directly. But indirectly
2: because of the power has Correct. to be produced somehow. I mean, in theory, if you had – I mean, for example, Tesla, you can put solar panels on your roof of your house – and that can produce the electricity to Correct. F- power your car. Correct. So there's a very efficient way of doing it locally. Correct. So, Correct. I mean, there are solutions to these things. Uh, but to, to put the entire fleet of cars on electric, you would just completely blow up the, the Electric no, and, drive, and, and, uh, and,
0: again, as an electric car owner myself, there are pros, and I've talked about this you know, many, many times. I'll continue to do so because I don't, you know, the more I own one, the, lo- the more I learn, the, the longer you have it, the more you learn and so on. And are they an answer for everyone? No. Are they an answer for probably more people out there than most people know and realize? I, Jordan, I will tell you that, yes, I think there's a, an answer with them for a lot of individuals that are out there. A lot of folks need to I, – I, I'll be the first to say it – they need to get rid of some of their biases – and understand that, yes, there probably is an answer there, and it's probably something that would work for a lot of listeners, even of mine right now that are listening, but those biases have to go away. The problem is, Jordan, when people get certain biases, and, th- and they come in all sorts of different forms and flavors and so on, and a lot of those are driven off the administration that we have right now. I'm not going to own an EV because the White House is pushing them, which, by the way, I get and I understand. The point being, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater.
2: Well, and all the car makers, all of them, Are moving to electric. I mean, Ford and GM say they're going to have completely electric fleets by, again, roughly 2035. I mean, that's an enormous transfer from the biggest car companies. Yeah, which, by the way, I do not
0: agree with. I think that's a very – I think it's a dangerous way to run your company. I like Toyo's approach much more than I like GM's and Ford's. We'll see which one ends up panning out in the future, I guess.
2: Yeah, well, that's what a lot of them are doing. So, I mean, that's what's coming, okay? We might not like it. But that is, in fact, what's coming. All
0: right. right, we'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. Absolute electrical heating and air. Speaking of electricity, your home, all the different things that we just spoke about, give them a call today. Make sure that you're saving the most money in all these different areas, and they can help you with that, by the way. 720-526-0231.
1: You don't think about it, but without protection, everything that is plugged directly into your home's electrical system is at risk. That includes everyday necessities that drastically impact your quality of life. Whole home surge protection installed with absolute electrical heating and air safeguards your everyday essentials. When lightning strikes your home or when snow causes down power lines, this can create a hazardous power surge. When you have faulty wiring or an electrical overload due to too much power being drawn, this can also create a hazardous electrical spike. Absolute doesn't just safeguard key electrical components. They protect your peace of mind in the future, too. Surge protection installation with Absolute is a fail-safe against a disaster you didn't see coming. Protect yourself today. Call 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute.
6: For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
0: Solar Energy Partners, we just spoke about this a moment ago with Jordan and Craig as well. And, yes, there is a way to buy the future energy that, you want to, you know, that you're want you that going to need at today's prices. Alan Davis can show you how that works at Solar Energy Partners. Call Alan today. Lock that in,
4: 303-378-7537. When you pay your power bill, 1% of the money is used to hire people whose jobs are to increase your power bill. Never see another rate increase from big energy again when you invest with solar energy for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Getting you a return for your solar investment is Alan's main priority. You may even receive a negative bill from the energy company, meaning they pay you. Alan's primary concern is saving you money with solar. Enjoy consistent rates, a 30% federal tax credit, and increased market value on your home. Alan only sells what he believes will give you a great financial return. The unprecedented rate increases are only going to continue. Locking in a lower rate now means that no matter what the government lets big energy do, you'll still pay the same rate or less for your energy. Don't pay them to raise the rates on you. Make an investment with your power now. Make your investment today by contacting Allen at klzradio.com sun or by calling 303-378-7537.
0: Veteran Windows Indoors, which, by the way, Dave Bancroft, right now, 35% off list price of windows. And I said this yesterday, and I want to make sure I I remind everybody of this. There is financing available. Cash purchases also there, and Dave will give you the differences in each one of those and how that works. But just give Dave a call today. Find out how he can save you money heading through these next few winter months. 303-529-0720.
5: At Veteran Windows and Doors, you're paying for a quality upgrade to your home. Unlike the big companies, when you're paying a premium for their marketing and advertising, Veteran Windows and Doors work with you and for you. They believe that homeowners should make insightful decisions rather than being pressured into deciding on the spot. They educate their customers along the way, providing a one-on-one experience throughout the process. You're paying to upgrade your home, so work with the company that will make sure you're satisfied. Veteran Windows and Doors has qualified, licensed, and insured installation teams at every job, guaranteeing consistent, high-quality work throughout your partnership together. Call Veteran Windows and Doors today and pay up to half the cost that you would with another company. Get 35% off when you mention KLZ Radio for the month of October only. 303-529-0720 303-529-0720 That's 303-529-0720 Or visit klzradio.com windows
1: This is Rush to Reason Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air
0: Alright, we are back Rush to Reason Denver's Afternoon Rush KLZ 560 Jordan Goodman America's Money Answer Man is with us right now as well Jordan, really quick
2: before I forget How do folks find you? Well, easiest way is to email me at jordan at money That's a that's a okay. good way to do it.
0: Okay, yeah. jordan at money By the way, you can always ask me directly. I can get in touch with Jordan. We do that from time to time as well. So if ever ever have a if you ever have a question that you want to ask directly, feel free to call me or or text me. And you guys know how to get a hold of me. and I can get a hold of Jordan as well. Mike in Aurora is next. Mike, welcome. How are you, sir?
8: Oh, doing good, John. Yeah, I had a question for uh, Jordan there. Um, Kathy Woods of Park Funds has said that she worries that the Federal Reserve may be on the verge of triggering a
0: deflationary recession or depression. I what Jordan Great question, at. by the way, Mike. Yes, a, a, a great question, something that I was going to throw at Jordan. If you didn't ask it, I was going to. It's a great question. Jordan, go ahead.
2: So this is Kathy Wood of the ARK uh, Innovation Fund. Is that the person you're referring to? Yeah, I, I think. that. Yes. Yeah. So she's, she's uh, investing in high tech kind of innovative companies. She had a big rise and her, her fund has plummeted dramatically in the last year or so. A lot of unhappy shareholders in her, her particular fund. Um, there is a possibility. I mean, the Fed is really focusing on inflation. I, I think they've done enough, and, and I think for them agree. to do another three-quarters of a point. Their next meeting is November 2nd, so in about three weeks or so. Um, I think we may be overdoing it, because you're already seeing signs of inflation coming down in commodity prices, for example. Right. I mean, uh, copper, lumber, soybeans, j- just about everything has come down except oil, where you've had this uh, rise because of OPEC. Which the uh, Fed can't, control. which you already know, the Fed has no effect
0: on, Jordan.
2: Well, not directly, but by slowing the economy, they slow demand, right? And but the, yeah, yeah, but the then OPEC, OPEC comes along and says
0: we're going to cut two million barrels of production exactly. out of the other day. So tell me how they have an effect on that.
2: Well, they made OPEC cut <laughs> supply because and now Feds prices are re- going to go back up again. The Fed lowered demand, uh, prices went down, and OPEC cut supply to meet the lower demand. So, but you're right; they don't have a direct impact on it. But no. all the other commodities. Look at the real estate market. It's dramatically lower, and, and sales are much lower, and people can't afford it, and um, homes are sitting on the market much longer now. True. New home building is way down. I mean, the
0: one thing that they actually have done, which, I, again, I, I'm not a fan of the Fed. In fact, I, I don't like the way we do this at all. I think they're completely out of touch. I believe they're using policies from the 80s and 90s in a world today that is completely different from what these old white guys are used to doing. And I'm just going to say that straight up, Jordan, I think they're out of touch. It is what it is. It's what we have. We don't have any, you know, I as a consumer have no control over this whatsoever. All I can do is do the best I can, which is why you're here today to help all of us as well. You know, basically battle what the Fed does. But at the end of the day, I, I think they're stuck in yesteryear not doing this correctly at all. And I, like you, think they've gone Far far enough. Let it rest for a while and see what happens next.
2: Yeah, they, so, they,
8: I mean, they 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 totally botched the situation. There are two more Federal Reserve meetings coming up, one in November and December. If they raise it three quarters of a, of
2: a percentage point each time, um, what will happen? Yeah, I, I think they're definitely going to raise three quarters of a point at the uh-huh. November second meeting. I mean, Agreed. we just had last Friday a stronger than expected unemployment number. Uh, unemployment rate went down to 3.5 from 3.7. Uh, wages are still rising at more than 5%. I'm not agreeing with them, but this is what the Fed is looking at, and they're saying the employment market is still very, very tight and we have to slow that down. Thursday, we got a consumer price index number, which will probably be in the 8% range, which again, they think is too hot, and they think they have to keep you know, the foot on the brake to, to make this happen. As far as the next one, I, I think they'll raise rates again at the December meeting. Maybe not as much as three quarters of a point, but yes, I think they're going to raise it. There, we're currently at basically three percent in the Fed funds rate. They're aiming for about four to four and a quarter percent by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So that's at least two more rate uh, increases. Right. So yes, it could trigger a deflationary uh, response um, to that. I mean, again, our commodity prices are already falling, home prices to some extent are. Um, it's hard to. <laughs> Once that gets started, I mean, look at what happened to Japan. Okay, Japan has had deflation for 30 years. It's hard to get out of that. Once you start, yeah, you don't
0: want to go down that path because you're right. It's hard to stop. Mike, any other other thoughts along those lines?
2: Well, I'm afraid we are. I'm glad you mentioned Japan. I'm I'm afraid we are kind of on that road. The the expression that they use at the Federal Reserve is pushing on a string, right? You can pull a string. But if you push a string, it doesn't do anything. So when you get into a deflationary spiral, as Japan has been for a long time, mm-hmm. they've tried everything. They tried projects and spending. and all, it just It didn't work. They, they, they got in that well, deflationary spiral. and You couldn't get out of it.
8: Yeah, that expression, pushing a string, happened in the 1930s.
2: Right, exactly. Yep. They, right, great point. I mean, the Fed went into the 1930s. During, they, were, they, they tightened after the crash of 1929 the fed tightened and that exacerbated the situation and brought on the depression um, yeah. so but, but and, uh, and the, and the cons- fed today the fed today is worried about what happened in the 70s that's their nightmare scenario is that they let the get the difference is of- and this is what they're not
0: following and this is where even the numbers that came out uh, last week, Jordan, I, I feel the Fed is just out of touch. We have a different economy today than we did then. We have a gig economy. We have people working that aren't on anybody's payroll. They're not going to see any numbers as far as what these right. individuals are doing. These guys live in yesteryear, and it's it's hurting us
2: as a country right now financially. It is. Well, that's why the stock market keeps falling every day, is because of the uh, the competition. When you have short-term interest rates up so much, now the two-year Treasury is about 4.7 or something like that. I mean, it's really gone up a lot Mm -hmm. on its way to five. Uh, That's a pretty attractive place to keep your money for two years without losing principal. And so that's a really big competition of stocks. The entire previous 10 years, interest rates were pretty much kept at zero. So there was very little competition Mm -hmm. for stocks. Now with short-term bonds and long-term bonds too, I mean, the 10-year is about 4%. That's competition for stocks as well. And the Fed is going to push it more. The Fed wants more pain. Okay, That's the straight way to put it. They want more unemployment. They want the housing market to come down. They want the stock market to come down. They want more pain. That's the way they think they're going to get inflation under control. Yep. What, what is modern monetary theory? Modern monetary theory is is basically saying you should spend and not worry about inflation. And some people are saying... That monetary theory, modern monetary theory led to the inflation that we've had today. I mean, during the pandemic, we spent like crazy trillions of dollars on relief and handing checks out to people and all kinds of stuff. Um, and the Fed Reserve, that was the fiscal side, right? We spent the stimulus money and all that. On the monetary side, the Fed Reserve increased its balance sheet from roughly $4 trillion to $9 trillion over about two years. That's inflationary too. That's what modern monetary theory is about.
8: Isn't that
2: the theory of, I forgot the gentleman's name,
8: the uh, the Treasury Secretary under Roosevelt. Uh, I forgot his name. Uh, Harold Eccles or something like that. Harold Eccles. Uh, uh-huh. Yep.
2: Yeah. That was his theory, wasn't it? It, it was, uh, but I mean... The Fed tried didn't to do help. that. In in the in, in the Depression, the Fed started to stimulate the economy, but it didn't work. It just didn't oh. work. We, you got into that deflationary cycle we were just talking about.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Here we are again.
0: Yep, here we are yep. again. Oh, good Good call, by the way, Mike. I appreciate that. Jordan, anything you want to add to that? By the way, I, that was a great call that Mike had, and I, I don't know that there's anything else I could throw in there on that. I, I like you. I think the Fed has done enough. I, I think they're I, I fully think these guys, we've said this many times with you you and I together, they're out of touch. They live in a different world than what you know than what than what Main Street is at. Wall Street and Main Street are not two in, you know are not one and the same. And I don't think the Fed has a handle on what happens on Main Street.
2: So as I said, I think what's driving the Fed right now is fear of reliving the late seventies. Right. Now Arthur Burns was the Fed chairman in the late seventies. Inflation started in the early 70s, and then we had the two oil shocks, the Arab oil embargo, and uh, I mean, it's funny now, but you know, oil went from like $2 to $6 a barrel or right. something like that, right. you know? um, and now we're at you know, 90. 90 uh, a barrel but, today, yes. But anyway, um, Arthur Burns kept the money supply moving, and inflation started rising, interest rates started rising. They didn't really do anything about it, and it got to be runaway inflation, and that became the overriding... Uh, fear. Uh, in 1979, Jimmy Carter brought in Paul Volcker, who said, we're going to do this a different way. We're going to jam the brakes on the economy, raise interest rates dramatically, um, and slow things down and get inflation under control. And It caused two recessions, one in 1981, 1982, and ultimately it worked, but it was extremely painful. The Fed today is saying, we don't want to have to go through that. We want to stop inflation now before it gets out of control the way it did in the late 70s. That's the way they think.
0: Mm. You're
2: right. All right, we'll be right back. Good segue. We'll come right back. Don't
0: go anywhere. Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answer Man. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. And don't forget, they are hiring as well right now. So if you're looking for a job, they've got a great apprenticeship program as well. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE.
7: Experts need physical eyes on the problem, but you'd like to know how much it's going to cost before you commit to one plumber, especially when it's a big fix. Hi-Fi Plumbing gives you FaceTime digitally with hi Five Live because to give you an honest quote, Ethical plumbers need to see the problem. With High Five Live, you get the real price without waiting around all day. Your session tells you what needs to be done faster than seeing an in person plumber. That way, you get the chance to talk to a master plumber before they dispatch anyone to your location. Get your estimate while avoiding any unnecessary wait times and substantial dispatch fees. For a limited time, KLZ listeners get a free tub of pipe clearing BioClean with the completion of any service. Schedule your appointment service fee free by mentioning KLZ through High Five at HighFivePlumbing.com for an estimate from a real plumber. That's HighFivePlumbing.com. You can also call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445.
0: All right. A lot of what we're talking about today with Jordan is in very general terms. You guys all have specific things you need when it comes to your finances and retirement and so on. Talk to Al Smith, our financial advisor, Golden Eagle Financial. Find Al today at klzradio.com.
4: Sometimes your money doesn't work very hard for you when you need it the most. Like in retirement, Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial can help you find alternative products with more strategic potential so your money is positioned better to work for you. Your approach to growing and maintaining a nest egg should be personalized to your lifestyle. Al can help position your money to grow in a way that feels manageable to you, so you have additional income through retirement without making major sacrifices. Al considers factors like your risk tolerance, the kind of long-term growth you want to see, and how much income you'll need long-term to maximize the longevity of your nest egg. Make your money work for you, starting with a fresh look from Golden Eagle Financial at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor.
0: All right, Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner. He'll help you come directly to you, by the way, and that's why he is the mobile estate planner. Find him again at klzradio.com.
9: Michael Bailey's estate planning services come to you, making the difficult decision of planning for death a little easier to stomach. Once something happens to you, there is no way for you to go back and prepare. Let's say you live, yet cannot make decisions for yourself. Without proper planning ahead of time, your family cannot make any decisions for you without going to court. They will need medical power of attorney to give your family the ability to make the hard but necessary decisions when you are debilitated. Without it, they must go through the courts during an already very stressful time. Estate planning protects your family. They deserve to have the ability to make the hard decisions in the case you are severely incapacitated. Prepare for all the possibilities now. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation now with KLZ's mobile estate planner. Michael Bailey at klzradio.com estate. That's klzradio.com estate.
6: Don't make this another missed opportunity. Stop spinning your wheels by working yourself to death while just trying to keep your business from sinking. Stop ignoring your options and take help from John Rush. He doesn't want to work with you to see your business just survive. With a free 30-minute consultation, John will give you an overview of how you can make your business thrive, even through something like a recession. You know you've been looking the other way and that you needed help a long time ago. John isn't here to judge you. He's here to help you succeed. Get off to its center and choose more for your business and for yourself. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. Again, that's john at rushtoreason.com.
1: Live and local, back to Rush to Reason.
0: All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answer Man, with us today. If you got a question for Jordan, you can call in still. One segment left, 303-477-5600. You can also text me at 307 200 Jordan, one thing I was just reading, too, through the break there, which I did not know about until it just came to my attention, the uh, strike that was going to happen On the uh, rail workers end of things, you know, the Biden administration came in, they put a deal together.
2: Yeah, the the workers
0: didn't vote for it. Yeah, that's
2: been rejected. That didn't come out the way they wanted. So what's next? Uh, We could potentially have a rail strike. Uh, Yeah, the union bosses negotiated something and the workers rejected it. I think it was a surprise. People were expecting it to be ratified and it didn't. So that's on top of everything else we've got going on. Right. A rail strike would really mess up. Uh, the supply chain, which really has not recovered that much from what happened during COVID.
0: Which would just, again, add to the inflation that the Fed is already trying to impact and just make it even that much worse. It is
2: inflationary. It is inflationary because it means that people cannot get the products they need. So there's a supply shortages which drives up prices, correct?
0: Which, again, is part of where you and I have talked about this before. That's where I believe the Fed's a little out of touch. A lot of what we've had with inflation has come from – the fact that we've had supply chain issues. Mark in Black Forest joining us now. Mark, you're on with Jordan. Go ahead, sir. Hey, good
8: afternoon, gentlemen. Um, I just want to um, recommend that we keep the the conversation on socialism going. In other words, it's a parallel
0: conversation and
8: debate that we're having. And if if the government was not allowed to dictate what kind of energy – we use, in other words, if they weren't allowed to interfere with the economy,
0: then um, we'd be a lot better off. We sure that, would. And Mark, let's let's further that. It's not just it's not just energy. It's a lot of the social wel- welfare programs that we have printed money for and injected that back into the economy that have gotten us where we're at today. So you you are spot on, Mark. I, I can't I, I can't argue with that. You're you're 100 correct. Exactly. So I'm
3: kind well, on it, you, John? It, it, it's nice, Keep but going. I'll
0: tell
2: you... What, Appreciate it, Mark. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jordan. We've, we've gone way beyond that. Okay, I mean, the federal government is involved in everything uh, of all kinds today. It's a huge bureaucracy, and to cut it back... I mean, the last person who really tried to cut it back in a major way was Reagan right, in the 80s. Right. And he tried, but I don't think he cut back the, the growth very much, you know? Remember, he said government was the enemy, right? So he was really trying to cut back on the bureaucracy and... The laws and it didn't work very much. So it's we're way beyond complaining about the government doing things. The government is going to be doing these things, whether we like it or not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We. But but to Mark's point, if we don't continue to talk about it and try to trim. I mean, even on a local level, I've got an article that or a, a, an email that was sent to me that I'll get into either today or tomorrow talking about some of our local city governments. um where, where, frankly, Jordan, there's the ability to go in and trim some of the things that are happening even on a local level. Uh, the problem is somebody's got to pull up their bootstraps and get that started or it's never going to happen. Not only locally yep. or not not nationally either. But we've got Isn't to. Tremendous- I mean, at some point we have to. We are now at a point. It will take us 100 plus years. If, even if we just start balancing the budget and spend less than we take in, we're 100 plus years to pay back $32 trillion. And we'll never pay it back. We're never going to pay it back. Yeah. <laughs> Point is, we'll never pay it back. Not, I mean, it's 100 years. And, and like I said, that's if we start spending less than we take in. We're still a trillion-plus
2: dollars in the red every year. So look at what we did this year, okay? We have a $500 billion student loan forgiveness program, which is a brand-new program. Which is a bunch of BS.
0: We never should have went down that path in the first place. You borrowed the money, you owe it, Period. We have an infrastructure
2: program that's $1.2 trillion, something like which one, that.
0: Which will very little go to roads and bridges. The rest will go to social programs.
2: And then we have the, the scaled-down Build Back Better program, which is about $500 which billion. Which is nothing more like than that. what I just said a moment ago on the other bill. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying we keep spending more and more on yes, these things. Yes. Okay? Um, and, and wonder why we have inflation. And, and the other thing that's, that's really busting the budget right now is higher interest rates. Yes. Okay, we had a benefit of yes. 0% interest rates for a yes. long time. Now that the Treasury is paying 4.7 yep. or something. Eating up more of the budget. That is a huge That's right. interest increase because right. it's on a big number. Um, you know, We had the luxury of 0% Treasury bills for a long time. That's right. not happening anymore. Nope. So that in itself, that interest cost yep. at these higher interest rates, which the Fed's going to keep raising, is in itself creating the deficits right. to make be much higher. So
0: we got about five minutes left before I let you go. What can some folks do that are out there listening right now figuring, okay, you guys have talked about all this doom and gloom. How how do I survive through all of
2: this? You know, what what do folks that are listening do? I think treasuries make a place we just talked about it. Be on the other side of the trade and buy some treasuries. You won't lose money as the stock market keeps falling. I mean you can do a two year treasury for four point seven, something like that. Uh, Here's a a treasury that's even much better than that. I-bonds, inflation index bonds, are currently at 9.6%. And uh, they get adjusted every six months based on the CPI. We're going to get another CPI this week. It'll probably still be in the 9% range. Mm -hmm. The maximum you could do is $10,000, but that's a pretty good yield for something that's completely safe. Uh, Even 10-year treasuries. So you could do that, treasury bond funds. I think that's where you want to be with a lot of your money now because all the high growth areas have been decimated. Uh-huh. Even these great companies, Apple and uh-huh. Facebook and Google and Microsoft, they're great companies, but their stocks have been cut 30, 40, 50% in the last six months, and it's going to keep happening as long as the Fed keeps raising rates.
0: Uh, I, You know what? I cannot disagree with that. And I'm also still a, a hard asset individual, and I know that's not always easy for everybody to do. But if you have the ability to put your money into hard assets, because they will, with inflation, go up. And I realize some in, you know, some segments like real estate will take a little bit of a hit. But you and I both know, Jordan, that there's still going to be a huge housing shortage as soon as there's things— There still is a shortage. There's still a yes. shortage today. That's exactly right. I mean, things and the other adjusted. area would be— but but yeah. there you know there there is no looming bubble as far as i'm concerned things will adjust some that's
2: what happens but the reality is there's no bubble and the other area i would say is energy <clears throat> i mean we've got energy prices up they're making a ton of money when oil is at $90 a barrel um so you know Exxon Chevron mm-hmm. BP all those kind of Good companies uh, i think they're going to you know continue to be leaders in the market here you, you might not like what they're doing pollution wise but right. as investments I think it's, I mean, we have not been investing in energy infrastructure for quite a few years. And so it takes, as we said, years to get this stuff ready. We, we haven't been making those investments. That's right. So, in the long run, demand is going to remain high no matter what the greenies yep. say. That's okay. Right. But that's the right. supply is that's not right. going to be there to meet it. So, we, I think prices are going to go higher and that's going to be good for energy stocks.
0: Oh, And and repeat what your 9% figure was. We just had a a caller ask a second Uh, ago. So these are
2: I-bonds, inflation-indexed bonds. bonds. You can go to uh, treasury.gov and buy them right there. These are inflation-indexed savings bonds, in effect. And 9.6% is the current rate on those. And it's adjusted every six months with a consumer price index. Okay. So it'll be adjusted in November, but it's, it's going to be in the same range. It's going to be 9.6 or thereabouts. Okay, okay perfect. Last but not
0: least, Charlie wanted me to ask you this before you leave. Do you dread our calls every month because of the way we go back and forth, or do you enjoy what we do? I enjoy this tremendously. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I enjoy it. I have, I have a great
2: time. I always look forward it's, to it. I'm calls. glad to get all the calls from listeners. That's always fun, too.
0: <laughs> I have a blast. I mean, I know we don't always agree on every little thing, but, hey, that's what no, makes it fun. Fine. I enjoy it very much. So, no, I and I appreciate your time very much, Jordan. I mean that sincerely. Yeah. I really do. Good stuff. All right, very man. good. Appreciate well, it thank very you much. Have a great rest of your uh, day and month. We'll talk to you again next month, and we appreciate all that you do for us. That's Jordan okay. Goodman, America's Money Answer Man. American National Insurance is next, and my good friend Paul Leuenberger would love to help you with your insurance needs, show you how to save money, make sure you're properly insured. There is no reason in today's world. To be underinsured ever, that's a matter of just being responsible and looking at what you own and making sure that it's insured properly, and Paul can do that for you. 303-662-0789.
3: Everyone is looking to save money, but in the wrong places. When you're looking for ways to save money, start by reviewing your insurance. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers the biggest savings through the rebate program and other cost-effective opportunities that reward responsibility. You're someone who hasn't made a claim in the last three years. Imagine that during that time you were insured with Paul Leuenberger. You'd be getting a check for 25% of what you paid in premiums three years ago. Besides the rewards of the rebate program, there are other ways to save when you work with Paul. He encourages you to take a higher deductible but enjoy lower premiums. He knows that you won't make a claim unless you actually need to. Paul Lewinberger offers the most value for long-term thinkers because when you're responsible, everyone wins. Call Paul with American National Insurance right now, 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789.
1: We don't yell at you, we inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason.
0: All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And, again, everything that we just talked about, you can always go back and listen to a pre-done record you know, a pre show, a pre-recorded show. We have all those listed on our website, RushToReason.com. This hour, of course, tonight will replay from 6 to 7 p.m., but you can always go back and listen to it on our podcast as well. And if there's somebody else you'd like to have listen, you can actually send them a link and do that as well. And again, I appreciate Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answer Man. If there's ever something you need specifically from Jordan, a specific question you would like to have asked, let me know. I can get that off to him. Last but not least, don't forget Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial. Or If you want something done specific to you, And you alone, we talk in big generalities with Jordan. But if you need something specific to you, uh, Al, of course, is licensed here in the state of Colorado. He can advise you on the financial end of things. That's what he does. That's Golden Eagle Financial. Always call Al. Just go to klzradio.com and find him there. All right, we're going to be right back. Hour number two is next. Don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.